the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to us. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family and give you hope the divorce coaching hour with christy stratton starts now and here's your host christy stratton hello everyone and welcome to the divorce coaching hour i'm christy stratton and friends i'm delighted that you are here with us today and if this is the first time you are joining us a very special welcome to you and if you're back with us again this week thank you to you welcome to you thank you all so much for listening This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever it may lead, and we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and give you hope. Hope, friends. That is ultimately what we want to provide you with on this show. Believe me, I get it. I've been there. Divorce isn't easy. And there are times through the process that you may feel that you've lost hope for just about everything. And while there's probably not anything this show can do to take that loss away, I certainly hope that what it can do is to support you through the process and in doing so help you find renewed hope through it all. And today we continue with that intent. Today we are going to talk about loss and grief related to divorce and we'll talk about what happens to your mind, your body, your spirit as you experience loss. We'll talk about grieving and why it's important to grieve and we'll talk about this loss and this grieving through the holidays as they're right around the corner. I get it. All of that probably doesn't sound like it will make for an an enjoyable discussion. And truth be told, you might be right. But stick with me, friends. You need to have a basic understanding of this. Why? Because believe it or not, understanding what's happening to you because of the loss, you can be more accepting of your thoughts, of your feelings and emotions, and then some. In that acceptance, stress can actually reduce. And with that reduced stress, you feel better. You can make better decisions and you can feel more 
hopeful. Now, I'm not the one to speak to loss and grief, but I will tell you who is. Our guest today, I'm so pleased to have Dr. Jean Malloy back on the show with us today, not only for this show, but for the next one as well. So let's get this discussion about loss and grief started and through it, find hope. Dr. Malloy, so glad you are back with us. Welcome. Hello, I'm so glad to be here with you and your listeners. I've been looking forward to our conversation. Yes, it was such an enjoyable one that we had last time, and uh, we are talking by phone. You're in the the Florida area of our world, and and I'm in Houston. We love technology that's bringing us together. I wish you were here in person with me, Um, but no matter, we had a great conversation last time. We talked about uh, loss and grief with regards to divorce. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about that again, because this may be the first time a listener is is um, uh, finding us and listening in today. So we're going to talk about a little bit about that. And then we're going to start talking about really the hope that we can find through the loss of divorce. And especially as we move into the holidays, we're going to be talking about hope through the holidays um, from now until uh, the end of the year. And so with regards to that, uh, Jean, I want to start off with just the the kind of the basics of loss and grief. And can you help us understand what happens when we experience any sort of loss, whether it's divorce, a death, or some other sort of loss? Yeah, so there are processes that we have to go through, and there are emotional processes, and there are also um, cognitive or thinking processes. And so sometimes the emotional processes can feel overwhelming, and we might avoid them, which will block us from getting through it, because we have to hold those emotions enough to get to thinking through all the things that are lost teaches us we have to understand the relationship we have to relinquish it and then we have to be ready to release it and move forward and find new meaning and new purpose in our life and you know what i heard in there uh, just kind of came through loud and uh, clear one it's a process but you said we moving forward, kind of letting go, and we don't want to let go often in divorce, and we're holding on super tight, which can uh, really make this difficult. And, you know, before we go forward with this, I, I want to tell the listeners just a little bit about you uh, and and why I have you on the phone. I, I guess I would think that they would get that, Dr. Jean Malloy. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the work that you do with, re, with relation to um, loss and grief. So I have worked with Kathy's Place, which relates to one of my losses in my childhood, my sister who died. But I've worked with uh, children who have had to lo- have lost a sibling or or maybe a parent, and I've also started something called Chatter to Connected, which is an online coaching for people who are grieving. Um, and my work is to is working, you know, primarily with people who have had a death. But as you mentioned, divorce is very similar. It's a, a loss that remakes your life. And so the process is essentially the same. That's interesting that you say that uh, divorce remakes your life. And it reminds me of um, someone else who uh, that, that I've read, and I probably won't put the right words to it, but what I'm hearing there is the perspective 
um, that you're looking at divorce. It remakes your life. It doesn't end your life. Uh, and, you know, I think that's important for us to probably look at. Um, before we go there, though, I want to jump back. And obviously, uh, you lost your sister, and that's a death. I'm just wondering your thoughts about divorce as it relates to loss. I'm, I think a lot of people don't really connect with the fact that divorce is a loss um, because we typically think of death. But it is a death of a marriage. And I'm, my thoughts are that, in fact, because we don't think about divorce as the death of a marriage, we might possibly not stop and grieve it. Right. And, and that there's important information for us about uh, our identity when we look at what has to change, even though it hurts, and we can cope with the the pain and say, okay, but what remains of who I am and my identity? And so there's identity work and, again, making meaning and making new plans for yourself. And so those are aspects of coping with loss and, and dealing with the pain of loss. And then, again, coming out the other side of that, re-energized and feeling you can accept the loss and still have a life that you find very meaningful and purposeful. Yeah, and oftentimes, so going back full circle to what we started off with, it's a process, it's an emotional process, it's a cognitive process. Um, you have to come to a place of understanding, acceptance, relinquishing, rel- relinquishing, easy for me to say, letting go of what was, um, and and then coming out of it, energized and hopeful. And that's, that's what we're talking about on this show. Um, and, and it, it, what stops that? What stops us from doing that? Cause it sounds like we need to, to be able to come out the other side, like you said. Right, right. Many times we are, the easiest way to think about this is afraid of our own emotions. You know how you can have a fear of elevators? No, we're not. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so so we can avoid them in many different ways, right? We can avoid them with substances. We can avoid them with any kind of gambling or kind of addiction. We can seek pleasure to the point where we just refuse to allow ourselves to feel pain. So that is definitely a way that we can get stuck uh, sometimes we can get really attached to the dreams, what we had wanted, and we can be so angry that we're not going to get what we want the way we wanted it, that we miss, you can still have what you want, but maybe not the way you wanted it, but we can get very attached to wanting to control that. Mm. That goes back to, I'm hearing there, is if we can get, if we can so-called bridge that gap between the dreams that we had, now the dreams that we can have and remaking that life. And, and, um, and so, you know, I, I'm really kind of seeing where we can go with, with this show today, because we're, you know, if you're listening in for the first time, folks, um, we're talking about divorce as it relates to loss and grief. Uh, it's my belief uh and I think pretty clearly so that uh, that in fact we may we, we associate death and loss. Uh, we don't really associate divorce 
with a loss. And what we're going to find out today is why we need to grieve and what we've been talking about with Dr. Jean Malloy, uh, someone who works in this area with loss and grief, that it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, but when we begin to look at it as something that we've lost, uh, that we need to grieve, uh, we're going to be, as Dr. Malloy said, we need to think through it. We come to an understanding. We relinquish what was. We let go. Um, in that, we're, we're, we're coping through it. But we're using, and, and we'll talk about some coping skills, good, positive coping skills, and, and, and also the things that can stop us, being afraid of those emotion, uh, emotions or holding on too tight. And when we use those coping skills that we'll talk about, the positive ones, we can, friends, remake our life. It's, it really is looking at it from an opportunity, a possibility. And I'm going to tell you, I get it. I, I mean, you, you probably didn't want your, I say it often, you didn't want your marriage to end, but it, it has. And now how are we going to look at it and grow from it? We talk about that a lot happening for you versus happening to you and coming out of it, as Dr. Malloy said, is re-energized. So you guys stay tuned. Dr. Jean Malloy is here with us. We're talking about loss and grief, and we are going to come back and we'll talk more about how that applies to divorce and what we can do to grow through the process. So you guys, you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. 
If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Hirsch Sermon is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. If you're a regular listener, you know that I love music and I try to bring in hand-picked music that uh, inspires and especially for this show brings hope. And that's Mandisa. It's a song called Press On. And and I love her music, um, Christian music, and just so inspiring. And, and so music is one of the things that I use to so-called cope through divorce and any crisis in life, quite honestly. And what we were talking about with Dr. Jean Malloy earlier and in the first segment was these coping mechanisms and in loss and grief. And these coping mechanisms, when you go through a loss, you may, in fact, there there are bad coping mechanisms and there's uh, good coping mechanisms. And the bad ones are where you're really holding on still, you know, tight. You're staying stuck in the emotions because you're afraid of the emotions. It might um, be, you know, an addiction or something along those lines. But we're going to turn the attention. We're going to focus on the good coping mechanisms. Music is one of those for me. I have playlists and for different moods and themes and things like that. And so that's just one I've created uh, for me that helped me through divorce. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of those good coping mechanisms here with um, Dr. Malloy. But before we do that, we're going to go back and we're just going to kind of tap into divorce as it relates to loss and the specific losses that happen in divorce. And so, um, Dr. Malloy, will you share with us what are, you know, I think we often think about loss being death related. What are the loss related, uh, what's related to divorce and loss? Right, and and there will be some unique features to each each marriage, but in in a general way, a marriage is a, a dream, right? Mm. It's this um, plan for the future that's full of hope, and a trusted friend that will be your person, and so there's so many layers to both of those things: to the dream that you have for your future, to to the plan, the pragmatics of how you see it going financially, where you're going to live you know, all the pragmatics of the plan and the emotional attachment to the dream. And then there's the person that you felt loved by. Mm-hmm. And when you either realize it's not working or that person tells you it's not working, then that can be a crushing blow. It can feel like uh, such a loss of love, of being loved. Or if you realize, you know, again, if you're the one who realized this marriage is not fitting with the plan and the dream and, and the love isn't enough. Mm. Um, Those are, can be very, uh, you know, impactful losses. Yeah. And, you know, when you said these words, it, you know, it's a dream, a marriage full of hope. My heart just sank. Uh, It brought me back to that place. It's, 
you know, when when you have challenges and conflicts and personal relationships of kind of any sort, but especially a marriage, because as, and as I often say, I don't think we walk to the altar going, ah, I'm going to get divorced. We we are thinking, you know, we do have this hope. And so this show is about hope. These 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 shows, these uh, last shows of the year are all about hope. And that's where we feel in divorce that that hope is lost. And it can be such use the word crushing, Jane, you're right, that crushing blow. And my heart just goes out to you. If you're in the middle um, thinking about divorce and that relationship uh, crisis right now, you're, you know, you're about to sign divorce papers that I get it. We're, we're here with you. And so I know that this may be a little bit of a challenging thing to listen to right, right now, but understand these are the things you need to hear. As I said in the opener, uh, so that you can re-energize and and find hope. It is possible, isn't it, Dr. Malloy? It's possible. Uh, uh, yes, Tell us, please. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> because that that uh, realization that you're going that there's just something that you process that you're going to need to go through. Um, you you sort of distill, and there are very positive elements of your life that will remain and very positive elements of who you are as a person that will become even more clear to you through this process. Mm. So on the other side of this process, you'll create a life that fits you even better Mm. and suits you even better. So trusting in the process, trusting in yourself, and again, trusting in whatever you consider to be a higher power, that what's next is better. And, and, and so there is the getting through this piece, but after that you get through this, what's next can be really better suited to who you are as a person. And, you know, I, interestingly enough, I was thinking about, um, a show I'm going to do in a couple of weeks and I was thinking about different people I know who've gone through divorce and I was thinking that maybe I would send them an email and say, Hey, can you, do you mind sharing your, your your story of hope, your divorce story, that where you were then, where you are now. And again, we get it. You don't want the marriage to end. We don't want the marriage to end for you either. We want you to be able to save your marriage and renew, even remake the relationship inside the marriage. But if it does end in divorce, then know, and maybe you can't, maybe even though you're hearing these words, maybe you can't uh, grasp onto the fact that You can remake your life and it may even be better. I get it. But just like I said, stay with us. Um, Dr. Malloy, you said process and we're talking about this coping, this coping, um, uh, positive coping. What is the process that we go through and that we I'm going to throw out there that we need to go through as we grieve the loss of a marriage? Right. So one of the things you mentioned, music, uh, is is very kind of universal in terms of it helps people uh, regulate their mood, right? Mm. Like you can have an up energy playlist. Sometimes you might find a playlist that's sad, but it's congruent to how you're feeling and it (laughs) allows you to get the tears out and you can, you know, enjoy a good cry. And that seems counterintuitive, but sometimes we do need to cry and it feels good to release that. So Music allows you to not only pick music that's congruent with what you need to feel or or want to feel, 
But in that process of stepping back and saying, okay, these are my emotions and they belong to me. And sometimes they express themselves when I don't want them to, but, but they don't ever own me. They are like my hair or my fingernails. They're, they're a piece of who I am, but they're not all of me. And I think just being able to step back from your emotions and look at them allows you to not be overwhelmed by them. Mm. Oh, wow. My, my mind's thinking a lot of different things right now. First, I just have to share. You're exactly right. The, and I love that you said regulate your mood. My playlist, I have one that's called Hang On. And it's in those moments that I just feel like I'm hanging on by my fingertips and I need to be in those lyrics and I need to be in. And some of them may, may, be, may make me cry. And so it's like that release. But then I have one that's a joy run. It's called Joy Run. It has a lot of Mandisa. I think it's all Mandisa. And I'm just like bebopping down the running trail because I, it, it really does regulate the mood. And so I, I guess find that thing that helps you regulate the mood that's positive, obviously not not um, some sort of substance, that sort of thing. Uh, but the other thing that I hear you touching on with regards to these positive uh, coping mechanisms, as we're calling them, um, is understanding, first of all, step back. Uh, and it's interesting that this show, we're talking about hope and divorce and loss and grief. And you're saying step back. I spoke last week with Hirsch Sermon, who is a financial coach, and he said the same thing about finances, step back. So I'm hearing something that we all need to do is we need to take a step back. <laughs> yes, perspective is really important. And it's hard to get perspective when you are in the throes of emotions and they feel like they overwhelm you or you're so attached to it has to go a certain way. You have a very narrow window of your life of, of understanding yourself. And so that step back really gives you that chance to to get perspective and understand that you're more than this moment, you're more than these emotions, and there's many facets to who you are as a person. So how could, I mean, we can hear this, we need a different perspective. Sometimes, as you said, I mean, we were so in the, I call it the muck and mire of the emotion. We need to take the step back, but how can we do that if we're, if we just can't even see what to do? I mean, uh, I'm talking about muck and mire and I'm talking about this confusion and so clear we're not being able to see, but I mean, what can we do? How do we do this? Dr. Malloy? Sure. So one is, is the music, right? Like go ahead and, and do you need to express it or do, or do you need to feel like you can turn the volume down? Definitely contemplation skills. So that could be prayer. It could be meditation. It could be other forms of relaxation, uh, it could be, so in that sense, it could be very sensual things like, a, um, and by sensual, I just mean your five senses, what you can hear, what you can see, what you can smell, what you can taste. Mm. So it could be a massage. It could be uh, a really good cup of coffee or tea. Like there's, because anytime you connect with a sense, you bring yourself to the now. And mm. if you're in this moment, that can bring you back to a grounding place and then that can allow you to get perspective because when you're in the muck and mire, you're either in the past or you're worrying about the future. Mm. Wow. Okay. This is so, so, so good because so much of what I talk about with my clients is what is going on right now and what is real. And so much of what we are, are suffering with is what was or what, is, what will be. 
and we're not in the now. And so that's really tangible, Jane, the five senses, bring yourself to the now through um, smell, taste, that sort of thing. And what one of the other things that came into my mind here is journaling. Um, that sounds like a contemplative, contemplative uh, easy for me to say, those sorts of skills where we're writing through it. And I'm just bringing myself here too uh, through the music, you know, as I talked about, it may bring tears. Um, the writing can do that too. And you can actually really see what you're thinking. And so when we come back, um, we'll, we'll continue talking about these skills. We're going to begin to shift into thinking about the holidays because that can make it even tougher. And we're going to talk about some really practical skills that you can use along the way as well. Know that we're walking with you through this. It will get better. Stay with us. You want to hear what Dr. Malloy has to share with us. chance we take to be always working reaching out. here's today's two minute tip from today's show through the end of the year we are going to focus on hope why because i know that it can feel like there's a shortage of hope when you are faced with or are going through a divorce and sometimes it feels even worse during the holidays my guests and I want you to know that we are here with you walking this path. We are with you and we are for you. You are not alone. So make sure to join us each week so that you can hear supportive voices sharing information all with the intent to help you and help you find hope. And also remember to cling to your Bible as it's the greatest source of hope and specifically these verses. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Philippians 3.13 says this, Brothers, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead. And in James 1.2-4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that it, that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And finally, the one that I most often cling to, Isaiah forty thirty one, and it says this, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and they will not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. These verses don't need me to add anything to them because they are hope. Hold on to them, memorize them, write them on your heart. And no matter what phase of divorce you are in, take comfort in them. You will get through this and you will be okay. We're praying for you. Stay strong and be courageous through this time of your life. I believe in you and I believe in a mighty God who will see you through this trial. I hope this helps you and I'd love to know if it does. Will you share with me? Please email me at Christy at Christy That's Christy at Christy And please keep listening each week for another two minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. Life gets tough and times get hard and it's hard to find the truth in all the lies If you're tired of wondering why Your heart isn't healing And nothing feels like home Cause you're lost and alone Just screaming at the sky When you don't know what to say 
And that song just makes me smile. If you saw me in the studio, I'm just sitting here with a big smile because I really am thinking about you out there and the hope that you that you will find again. And and you can find it through uh, Jesus. And that song is Just Say Jesus. We were talking about music, too, as a mechanism to help you through this. And that's one that just uh, brings a smile to my face. And I hope that maybe you'll find it and it will bring a smile to your face. Um, I was there. I didn't have a smile on my face when I was going through divorce. I understand it. I think I've told you before, listeners, that uh, I was sitting in my my therapist's office every single morning the first two weeks because I was not coping well. And that's what we're talking about is coping mechanisms, positive coping mechanisms. We're on the line with uh, Dr. Jean Malloy. Uh, she is a psychotherapist who works in uh, this area with those going through loss and, and grief a little bit more specifically related to death. But what we've been talking about is divorce is a death of a marriage, of a dream, and it can be a crushing loss. And what we want to do is bring you hope. And so we've been talking about these this process that we must go through and these music or uh, other things that can help you um, bring get to the here and now. What's happening now, not what's happening in the future not what's happening happened in the past, but get to where you are now so you can actually process things, think through things, and find hope through that. And as we continue to talk about this, we want to begin to talk about this in the holidays. I get it. Holidays can be really tough. This may be some of your firsts, right? The first Thanksgiving, maybe your kids are at your spouse's uh, first Christmas. And that's what we're doing is we're walking the path with you along this. So Dr. Malloy, um, how do we, can you help us understand uh, even more so what can we do as we're stepping into these holidays, maybe these firsts, um, as we're going through this loss and we're grieving the loss of this marriage? Yeah, it is. It can't, as you mentioned, it can be hard to have that first time if you have children and they're not with you. And so, the first thing I would say is, is you want to have a plan. You don't want to ignore your needs and just try to power through it and not have a plan for yourself. You do want to think through calmly. So again, using music or whatever you do to help yourself think calmly and say, how will I take care of myself and make the holidays meaningful? And I think one of the things with the holidays is that there's a lot of traditions, a lot of how you usually do things, and sometimes people exhaust themselves. So this plan really needs to build in time for you to um, relax so you make space for the fact that it might be emotional and also that you don't ask yourself to do as much as maybe you've done in previous years because you are having to allow for the mental energy that goes into the grief process. Mm. So having a plan, making sure there's buffers, and then focusing on the traditions that mean the most to you. So that might be uh, sharing a meal, baking. It could be a gift exchange. It could be caroling. It could be attending certain services and including those, but you might have to modify them, but you can still include them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just, I'm hearing such a recap in that what you just shared and what we've already talked about with regards to remaking, um, uh, you know, where we are first is to, in order to remake, 
you've got to have a plan and realize that plan is going to be what helps you through to think calmly. But you know what, Dr. Malloy, what I really heard in there too is because the holidays are so tradition oriented that we really are in the past. Is that right? Yeah, that you, there's a part of this that um, there's a term like radical acceptance uh, or like where you have to accept that this year may be different from any other year and that that's still okay and that you can either make new traditions or you can keep the essential piece of a tradition but modify it. So if you usually go to a... Um, a church service that's on Christmas Eve, maybe you go to a very late night, like midnight service, or a very, if you usually have a gift exchange on Christmas morning, maybe go to a 7 a.m. church service. Like, so don't leave yourself let alone, alone at a time that you would have done something else, but fill that time with something else that's also meaningful. Mm. So I'm hearing a, a couple words in there, and one is modify. This it's not it doesn't have to be this complete black or white type of thing. It's it's just over and done. It's never going to be again, right? <laughs> it's right. it's you're modifying it, and I hear a lot of choice in that. It's, Certainly, I know families that exchange gifts on um, Saint Nicholas Day, mm-hmm. and then they keep uh, December twenty fifth as as a very spiritual day. Mm-hmm. Or other families will exchange gifts on Three Kings Day in January. So again, you can kind of bake cookies and share a meal on a different day, and and just move some things around. And don't feel like that means you're not getting Christmas, but rather you're weaving together the things that are the most meaningful to you. Yeah. So back to what we were talking about earlier is that perspective. So you're shifting your perspective. We talk a lot about that on the show is mindset shift that we're looking at it differently. We need to stay in the here and now. And this is an opportunity to what remake to modify what has been. And so if we can begin to, and I, and you know, I often talk about this as tiny baby steps, you know, I mean, I went through bam, bam, bam of of uh, loss and and um, those uh, not the step backs that we're talking about the step backs in life from I call it uh, divorce, death, and debacle and and uh, there were just times that you know I just felt like I was moving so slowly because of this energy loss that you referred to and but I was taking I was still moving forward. Tiny baby steps is what I talk about. And and in there, there's choice. And that's what we're talking about is modifying. And you used another word. So uh, it, maybe I'll end up making it an alliteration. Modify meaningful. So almost maybe not an alliteration, but meaningful modification. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I think the other part of the meaningful modification is not only like what is essential to you, whether it's a gift exchange, sharing a meal, a religious service, but also um, finding out from other members of the people you're close to what is meaningful to them. Because sometimes we can have in our mind that other people really want us to do a, a certain tradition a certain way. And I don't know, maybe it's an elaborate meal. And you might find out, well, they just like hanging out with you and, you know, spending time with you around the holidays. And 
they'd be okay with doing a potluck and they bring meals. Like if you connect with other people as you're making your plan and find out like what is quintessential to them about the holidays, you might find that it's not what you thought it was. Oh, gosh, that could just take me. I'm like, make, taking notes here. It could take me in so many different directions. But one thing I heard there, and I've heard this repetitively, when you are in that muck and mire, as we're talking about, moving yourself, this is another coping mechanism, moving yourself to serving others, find a way to serve others. And that's what you were just talking about. Get the focus off yourself and go call and ask the people who you're close to, what's important to you? I can't tell you what that does. That 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 brings such joy ultimately. And it may be, again, a tiny baby step that you take, but that does too. And I'll tell you, you're absolutely right, um, Jean. I uh, worked with a gentleman who was just distraught by going through a divorce. Wife had left, um, had the son for, and, you know, 18, going into college, that sort of thing had told himself the story that Christmas had to be this certain way. And when he came to me and we spoke, I I actually just asked him this question. Do you know that Christmas has to be this way? What if you have a conversation with your son and ask him what he wants? And what what he found out is like, they just totally remade, there's that word again, remade Christmas how they both wanted it, not how it was. And he had told himself a story. And so those are a lot of the things that you're hearing, my friends, out there um, as we talk to Dr. Jean Malloy about this process of moving through to hope, through divorce, even though you're grieving a loss of the plan that you can put in place, whether it's the holidays or not, so that you're not ignoring your needs, as Dr. Malloy said, because your brain's really not thinking as well as it normally is because you have a lot of mental energy going to this this loss. And so we can change that focus, change that perspective to what we talked about was meaningful modification. And we talked about serving others instead of getting our attention off ourselves uh, through the holidays and realizing that you can remake the traditions And that is focusing on the now and what others want as well. And so when we come back, we're going to wrap up this conversation uh, for this show with regards to holiday and hope through divorce. Uh, And we'll talk about any final thoughts that uh, for this show that Dr. Malloy wants to share with us. So you guys stay tuned. This year's felt like seasons of winter and you'd give anything to feel the sun always reaching always climbing the divorce coaching hour with christy stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it coming out of it and maybe even help save some marriages many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has it can be a lonely and challenging time of life but it doesn't have to be There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professional's who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, 
please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. And that's what I'm talking about. That music is just such a key thing to pick you up. I, I handpicked that one, too, because to have that at the end of the show when we're talking about hope, I can see clearly now. And believe it or not, you, you know, right now you may feel like you can't see through the fog of this divorce and the, the pain that you're going through of this loss but one day you will see clearly again. And music is a coping mechanism, a positive coping mechanism that we've been talking about through this show. We've been talking to Dr. Jean Malloy, and she works with people through loss and grief, uh, specifically death, but divorce is a death, as well as we've talked about a death of a dream of that marriage of um ideas of even that crushing blow of that loss of love, that sort of thing. And so you need to um, find tools uh, to help you move through uh, this loss. And we've been talking about these positive coping mechanisms, which might be music, as we were just talking about journaling. And we've been talking about it with regards to the holidays, too. And Dr. Malloy shared with us with we needed to have a need to have a plan. And we talked about the importance of that. But, you know, what comes to mind, Gene, is this. What what if we are so very stuck with developing this plan? How do we do it? Right. So the first step would be to to uh, check in with other people whether it's siblings, parents, children, other family members who you would spend time with at the holidays and let them know, hey, I'm making a plan. This year's going to be different, and I, I could use your input, right? So be brave enough for ask to ask other people to assist you is the first step of making a plan if you don't know, and asking them, like, what, what is most important to you? So how can we spend time together through the holidays and make it meaningful, and then I would say if other ways, if you're, you're not sure what you want to fill your time with that you maybe would have spent in previous years and other activities, focus on things that have spiritual meaning and focus on service because you'll never regret time that you spent in service to other people or connecting with your spiritual aspects of yourself or connecting with a faith community. You won't ever regret those. So you can rely on those things to be there for you. And that's just so amazing. My heart just swelled when you said that because there's not a lot that you feel like you can rely on. But when we go put ourselves into this service to others, um, we take the focus off ourselves. And what we find is is a connection that we so, I dare to use the word desperately need, but we may feel that way. And I love that you said this, Dr. Malloy, you'll never regret it. You'll never regret serving other people. And, and, um, and so I love that you said that, you know, what was interesting, the, uh, the first thing you said, though, is be brave enough to, 
to ask. And I know that that even as I hear you say that, I can probably like I feel a little nervous. Oh, breathe. I've got to go ask this question. But, you know, I I think that's what a lot of people are challenged with is communication. And they're um, we were talking about this earlier. I said this and this is not my uh, my my words or my information that I've brought about a person by the name of Brene Brown, uh, Brown talks about this a lot is your, the stories that you tell, tell yourself. And so the fact of the matter is you may be telling yourself a story that, um, that other people want, you know, the holidays to be a certain way. But in fact, for us to find out what, what is the real story, we need to have that conversation. And so you said brave, how can we find that courage to have that conversation, Jean? Yeah, it does. It is an act of courage to communicate directly with someone and to, in a way, allow them to help you. Like saying to someone, hey, can we talk? Because I'm thinking about the holidays and I'd like your input and inviting somebody in. Most of us are are very willing to be the helper. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we struggle with letting people love us. We we struggle more with letting people know that we could use their help. Um, that's where people have a harder time. Why is that? And, I would love to know that answer. <laughs> yeah, somehow we're all okay with the image of being strong, but somehow vulnerable. And, and I know Brene Brown talks a lot about vulnerability, but when you're brave enough to be vulnerable, that is of much more important strength to have. Mm. Um, it, it can be hard to, to see it that way, but, uh, you know, and I, and I do think that you want to approach people in a positive way, in a way that invites them in and allows space for them as compared to if you are in an angry place or a, again, holding on to it's not going to be the same you might approach other people in a way that doesn't give enough space for them to be helpful to you. Mm, yeah, this, wow. This deserves a whole nother show. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We have that queued up, right, for the next show, because I knew we would not have enough time to talk about this. And so um, I, I I want to let the listeners know that when we, uh, next show, we will dive into this I love that you said, be brave enough to be vulnerable and this vulnerability and this act of courage to communicate, because isn't that what ties us up a lot is this communication, right, Jean? Yes, we we just don't know how to approach things. We avoid it. And sometimes, like you said, we think people are mind readers. They know what we need, so we don't have to tell them. Or we know what they want, so we don't have to check in with them. So there can miscommunication can cause so much pain um, that's unnecessary, right? Like, and we don't need any more are, pain. <laughs> right, right. Some yeah. things are sad, and there's no helping it, but we don't need to add any extra. That yeah, let's not. Avoided. Yeah, let's let's not do that. Let's. Uh, but we can learn some skills, and that's what we'll talk about in the next show. We've covered grief, we've covered loss, and how it applies, and some ideas about the holidays. But we'll we'll talk more about that. And I just know that that's going to be such an important uh, conversation now. Um, the reason I wanted to get that in there is because there is something that I have forgotten forgotten to communicate with you about, uh, Dr. Malloy, is how do listeners reach you? 
Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm my number, you can reach me on the phone, is uh, 813-877-1111. Say that and again for also, us. Yep, 813-877-1111. Okay. And then my website is called Shattered to Connected. And again, that's kind of that grief journey. You feel shattered, and then you feel connected to yourself and to other people again. And so my email is my name, Jean Malloy, at Shattered to Connected. So go to Shattered to Connected or give uh, Dr. Jean Malloy a call, 813-877-1111. But make sure to come on back here next week, and we'll be talking about this, being brave enough to be vulnerable. And what draws my mind back to conversation that we had earlier was about this tiny baby step. And um, it may sound a little bit scary, but we're going to we're going to um, ask Dr. Malloy to guide us through how we can be brave in those conversations. Uh, and and when when we're um, going through the holidays or or any time in our divorce, whether it be with our kids, our ex-in-laws, our ex-spouse. Oh, my gosh. Right. And so um, so make sure you do that. We've got just about a minute. Any final thought to, that you just want to share with the, the listeners, uh, Dr. Malloy? I think kind of going back to the idea of hope that as you enter this holiday season, try to be open to allowing joy in and in that here and now that you can still have a meaningful, joyful holiday season. Yeah. And it goes back to, let's see if I can find it, that meaningful modification, right? Right, (laughs) That we were talking about that different perspective and that you can, and the word allow is so important. Allow joy, as Dr. Malloy is saying. And that's what, uh, you know, her program helps you do, Shattered to Connected, growing through. So you're shattered and then you're, you find that connected place. That's what uh, I do. And one of my goals as a divorce coach is to help with that perspective, that perspective uh, shifting. I call myself a thinking partner. So we're thinking through the process, not only the actual technical legal process, the financial process, and what do I do next, when and where and how, but growing through these phases of divorce, whether you're considering it in the midst of or coming out of it, because you can allow joy, you can have this meaningful modification, you can remake you, your life, and it may, I dare to say, friends, be even better than you ever could imagine. And so continue listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, no matter where you are, because my guests and I are here to walk the path with you. We want you to grow through this. And so, Dr. Malloy, thank you for being on the show with us again and for all your insight that you shared with us and even helping me come up with, uh, we came up with meaningful modification, a new term. Yes, I'm very happy to do it. And I'm glad we did create that term today. I know, good. Well, we'll, and hopefully it will help someone out there. We'll continue on with this topic and this conversation next time talking about the communication and being brave enough to be vulnerable in that communication, asking for what we need at inviting others into our life. So we look forward to you guys listening in next week. Um, And thanks for listening today. Thank you for listening always. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.